Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is Star Wars doing a horror movie? Are you ready for another Hollywood shuffle? Who's ready to go back under the fandom? And do you want a Netflix in game? Hold on to your bonsai tree. It's Distance Nerding. You are now listening to Distance Nerding. He's monkey dancing young Phil. And he's John Mez 5000. And we're here to nerd together. Uh, I guess I am monkey dancing. We're talking about anything, pop culture, movies, music, food, wrestling, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Guys, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Linktree, at Distance Nerding. This week on deck, we've got the Geek End Update. We got some nerding updates coming at you. The Down. Download. Getting ready to go under the fandom. Starting rumors. Are werewolves coming to the MCU? Bits and bites. Our boy John Carlo is back with some gaming news. And don't cross the streams. A what if double shot, episode four and five. And we're about to lose some body parts. That's probably going to happen. But first, let me get a shout out. Shout out to all the nerds out there that attended our Shang-Chi movie event. It was great. I had such a good time. It was awesome. I had so much fun with everybody. And if you didn't get to come, don't worry. We'll have other movie events coming. The theater was just really limited in seating. There was only about 20 of us. Right. But the theater could fit 60 people. So it's just a matter of, hey, get out of the pandemic. And then we can go from there and maybe get some more people. But if you made it, thank you so much for coming out to Shang-Chi. I think everybody loved it. Yeah, it was great. The other thing I'm going to urge everybody to do is in the Nerdington post. We posted potential movie events. Mm, that's so right. go ahead and hop in that poll. Tell us what movie you want to see and we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, that, that was fun. So shout out to Ark and Phoenix and Ezra and Don and George and Jim Yancey and Tyler Yancey. It was awesome seeing so many nerds out there hanging out and for some of us like meeting them for the first time, meeting different nerds for the first time and then a lot of old nerd friends. So right. it was cool. It was fun. We all don't get to hang out as much anymore. She brought it out, and honestly, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. I think most people are saying top three easily. I would say that. Yeah. I would definitely say that. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was great. Yeah, I'm. I, let's not spoil it. We're not going to spoil it, are we? No, no, not okay, right good. now. We'll wait until maybe next week. Yeah, that's good. Give it some time. Because we saw it on Thursday, the day it premiered. So it's only been out for... We saw it technically the day before it premiered. That's a good point. That's a good point. But if you haven't seen it, if you're on the fence, whether you're into Shang-Chi or just want to go see a Marvel movie, go check this out. It connects to so many things that's MCU, but also a good origin story and a good jump off point. It definitely didn't feel like a Marvel movie. It felt more of like a... What kind of... Kung Fu? Dude, the action scenes. I've never seen action and fighting scenes 
like that before. I have, just not in a Marvel or an American movie. And they, they were, they all seemed really long. Yeah. And I liked that. But they were good though. Yeah, I dug it. I dug it. And you know what? It didn't deter from the story. I gotta say. Yeah. So I, I was into it. So it, it added to it. I can't wait. We need another movie event. So I don't know what's next. Ghostbusters maybe? Eternals. Oh, Eternals. You got it. All right. So if you're interested, go hit that poll. Let us know. And then we'll reach out. I told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. Glad I was right. All right, shout out to Heroes Fest and Project Wish Upon a Star and everybody down in Fresno and the Central Valley that came out to support Project Wish Upon a Star. It was great. And we had such a good time. There was a way bigger turnout than I would have ever expected. Mm -hmm. And just everybody was having fun and there was no just like negativity. It was great. There was no negativity. And At some, all. Some of us were having more fun than others. And I'm gonna admit that I wasn't drunk. Doing a monkey dance I in front of everybody. I did a lot of things in front of everybody there. No, but it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of cosplayers, which was really yeah. cool. They braved the heat and were out there. Full get up. Shout out to Noel because he came through. Oh, he had five different costumes. They were all super legit. Yep. So shout out to It's Me Noel for coming out and, and showing so much love, so much support for the nerd community and Project Wish Upon a Star. And we got to hang out with Carson. Yeah. So he's one of the project heroes for Project Wish Upon a Star. Why we're all behind Project Wish Upon a Star is supporting a kid just like that. Yeah, I actually talked to Nicole yesterday. and mm -hmm. His mom? Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, she was telling me he was he had a great time and he really appreciated the car that we gave him and he built it right away. It just everybody was saying it was a good time. I'm very happy with turnout and the way everything turned out. It was fun. They got a good little nerd community down there in that Fresno. They really do. All the vendors, all the people, all the cosplayers, everybody was like so friendly. It was right. really cool. So shout out to everybody that came out. It was really cool. I think we made 40 or 50 new Instagram friends. Yeah. Just, just by hanging out. So yeah, if you're giving us a listen and you want to Heroes Fest, jump on IG or jump on Facebook and let us know you met us there. I got one more shout out. We're shouting out everybody. Go ahead. Just do it. Shout out California Republic Comic Con. Oh, yes. So shout out to Colossus Girl who's putting on CRCC down in Merced on September 18th. So Dave and Marina, they're great people. They even invited us down to do the event. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to make it late notice for us. Uh, I, I have work. You, I think you have a family event, right? Yeah, I'm going to be out of town. I'm super sad because it was originally on September 12th. Yeah. And I was going to be able to go. Yeah, and which I they, couldn't go to that because I have a family event. Oh, okay. But then they moved it to the 18th. I'm like, no. Yeah, but we have some news later on. So, Oh, we got some news. But shout out to Dave and Marina from California Republic Comic Con. I've been to this con before. It's a great event. Another good like Central Valley family event. So make sure you go out support. Project Wish will be there. Oh, yeah. Good reason to go. They'll be selling the charity dogs. So go support them. Have a hot dog. Have a good time. Because we all love hot dogs. And we all love Project Wish. More than hot dogs. Maybe. No, I definitely love Project Wish more than hot dogs. If it was a bacon wrap hot dog, that gets difficult. It's bacon! Live from the Taco Cave, it's Geekend Update! We got a lot to discuss. There's a lot going on in the distance Nerdington world. It's like we're wrapping everything in bacon and making everything delicious. Bacon makes everything better. It's bacon! More movie events coming. So we did Shang-Chi. Right. We're, we're about to do Eternals and then Ghostbusters mm -hmm. and Spidey's just around the corner Spider -Man too. Spider-Man is right here. It's so crazy. Now we've been asking the nerds if there's anything else that they want to see. Mm -hmm. uh, I've gotten Dune. I've gotten Matrix. Matrix. Yep. I got... I think Venom was in there too and we got some Venom news coming up. So Venom 2, I should say. So we're working on that. And shout out to Regal Theaters as well. You know, they kind of hooked us up. We went to the event. They they saw that we came out in droves and they were super happy.
happy and they were totally nice. So shout out to Regal Natomas right. for hosting our event. That was really cool. So more movie events coming, more Comic-Cons coming. So we're going to save that to the end. Okay. But we do have pretty big news. Pretty, pretty, pretty big news. But make sure you go out and support your local cons like California Republic Comic-Con. There's a few Ohana cons coming. I'm trying to think if there's more. There's Powerhouse Comic-Con coming. There's also going to be LA Comic-Con in December. That's right. So just so much going on. So this is going to be a busy fall, busy winter for us. And we're not done. At, at all. We're not done. We're just getting started. We got more merch. Oh, yeah. Coming for those nerds. So uh, check this out. We got some brand new hats that we're about to order. So make sure you get in to that pre-order right now. Yeah, just hit us up. DM us and secure your DN hat. Or you can still get shirts. Mm-hmm. Get a matching shirt with your amazing distance learning hat. And the hats, we haven't solidified the colors, but they're probably going to be black or probably gray. Or maybe a mixture of both. Maybe we'll do both. Yeah. Let's do both. And snap back. They're going to be nice. Already got the inside scoop on what they're going to look like. I, I think I'm going to get one gray one and one black one. I just upsold myself. What is happening here? There you go. You just have one for every day of the week. I know. So make sure you get that pre-order in. J- just DM us. We'll give you some details. We'll go from there. Very limited number. And now that I'm buying two, even more limited. So first come, first serve. <laughs> now that the preliminaries are done, it's time for the Don't forget, check out the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook for all the news, all the trailers, all the reactions of all the news that's happening during the week on our Facebook page, the Distance Nerdington post. Like, we were talking Matrix Resurrections teasers. Right. You take the red pill or the blue pill? I took the red pill, obviously. I took the blue pill. But why would you do that? I, I, don't, I just wanted to do something different. So, you did nothing? Exactly. Terrible. What the hell was that? But I did get to hear a voiceover from Neil Patrick Harris. Did you see that unicorn? Its horn was so shiny. Yeah, yeah. For Wheel of Time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for uh, Matrix Resurrections. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But speaking of Wheel of Time, we did get a trailer for that. And then uh, we also got the trailer for No Time to Die, that new James Bond. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Yeah, so that's the second trailer, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So make sure you go check them all out. It's all in the Nerdington Post. So all the news. If you're ever wondering what's happening, go check out the Distance Nerdington Post. All right, let's start with some Disney news. <laughs> It's always good when we start with Disney news. So check this out. After making more than a billion dollars. One hundred billion dollars. Remaking The Lion King in 2019. Disney's looking to make another Lion King. But it's going to be a prequel. I wonder what that's going to be about. It's going to be about Scar and Mufasa. So it's like the relationship as brothers. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks for chill. Say it again. Mufasa. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing a prequel. I didn't even know it was going to happen. Yeah, that's... I don't know what to expect with this. Because I am interested in the story between Mufasa and Scar. But at the same time, it's... I hope since it's a brand new story I don't I don't want it to be less than mm-hmm. what the original one was right 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 what do you always relate it to Hamlet oh, yeah Hamlet right but I'm thinking if you go about it from that point of view it's gonna be some family drama probably some like Game of Thrones type action with some lions but like only if the story is is good Game of Lion Thrones I don't know Tricaris <laughs> it's Disney so they're gonna put some money behind it yeah but the thing is again I'm I'm worried about the writing on this because it's an all original story mm-hmm. and it's taken it's becoming basically a prequel to Hamlet. It needs to be good. Yeah, it's got to be good. So I guess production is underway. Oh, they're already working on it. Nice. I know. It's it's nuts. I didn't even know it was like going to happen. Then all of a sudden it's out. And by the way, Scar isn't going to be Scar. So Oh, is he going by his original name? I didn't even realize 
because he had an original name. Yeah, because Scar was after he was ousted. They in shame, his name was Scar. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. They explain it in like the third Lion King movie. Oh, uh, okay. So I guess his real name is Taka. Yeah. And okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm in. So we get to see how he got scarred. Uh, see, now I'm intrigued. Which Mufasa gave him that scar? See? Yeah. It's all this weird inner family drama. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is gonna get good. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. And I think we're getting Hans Zimmer back to be the composer. So I was seeing that that Hans Zimmer was coming back because he did the original and he did the live action remake. Right. And by the way, this is the live action remake, but a prequel. Right. Of the remake. So it's a remake of the remake, but not the sequel. Okay. Okay. There we go. So no set date on when we'll be returning to the Pride Lands. I'm gonna need you to give me a recap of the recap of the recap for the recap. Okay. So we can recap the recap. Oh, not again. Let me keep going with news and then we'll recap it. All right. So in Disney, wow news. Wow. 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 Check this out. Owen Wilson has joined Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish in Disney's Haunted Mansion. Interesting. Boo. It really is interesting. Wow. I'm scary over here. Wow. That's actually really good. Wow. So Dan Lin and Jonathan Eirich, mm-hmm. who produced Disney's Aladdin, will be producing Haunted Mansion. So I was happy with Aladdin. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I'm still a little skeptical because it is the Haunted Mansion and because mm-hmm. they've already done one before and it's on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> I think Disney has learned their lessons. I right? hope so. They, they need to find, just like the Jungle Cruise, they need to find a way to honor the history and honor the connection mm-hmm. to these like properties, whether right. it's actually a ride or a story or something they need to find a way to make that connection and i think they've unlocked that formula with like jungle cruise so i think it'll be okay i'm interested What's that? Like, it's mobius if it sucks we'll just go back in time and, and fix this is very in timeline well, well, it's the good mobius not the uh, not the fox mobius so the project begins shooting in atlanta like next month in october what a good time for that to film right speaking of ghosty ghosties piss off ghost oh you're gonna ghost me on this because this is not good news so we got more hollywood shuffle happening and all it does is prove that Twitter is awful. We already know Twitter is awful. Twitter is <laughs> the worst. Get off Twitter. Get off Twitter right now. Any bad news starts on Twitter. Always. So a tweet from the official Ghostbusters Afterlife confirmed that the movie will be hitting theaters in November, but it'll be moving dates. Oh, come on. It was supposed to be the first week in November. Yeah, it's supposed to be the first week, but now I think it's being moved. So this is being shuffled. A bunch of other movies are being shuffled. So I need like a billboard or like a, a pinboard and to do all the laundry together because like this is getting moved it's taking the spot of top gun which is moving till 2022 ghostbusters afterlife is going from november 11th to november 19th so basically they're just taking tom cruise and putting him on the back burner dude they made top gun maverick like three years ago right why are you so old this poor movie needs to come out but ghostbusters what is that two weeks no about a week and a half doing math in my head eight days yeah why are they moving at eight days that's weird dude i don't get it why not seven days I mean, back by another day too I, I i don't know what they're doing yeah so ghostbusters moving back a little bit not a huge deal we're still gonna go see it yeah. in theaters absolutely together yeah holding hands because we're all going to be scared mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll hold a lot of hands and With see like it all m- together more than one person <laughs> right <laughs> yeah okay back to the hollywood shuffle so 
Top Gun Maverick in a flat spin is the release date's getting moved to like next year. That's not soon enough. Holy cow. I really want to see it. It was like a month away. I know, man. Okay, so again, Top Gun getting moved. Mission Impossible number seven also getting moved and not just moved like a week or two. It's getting moved to 2022. So they're, they're like doing like 2022 is the year of Tom Cruise. Go me the money! Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true, huh? Mm-hmm. Two like his big franchises. Maybe he'll do like Risky Business too, and then Days, or something. Of, Days of Thunder. Yeah, like remake. Yeah, The Morning of Thunder. Exactly, something like that. Nights of Thunder. <laughs> I like that. What else has he been in? Minority Report. There you go. Majority Report. Oh, uh, they're gonna do uh, Chocolate Skies. There you go. There it is. Okay, what else is being moved? Jackass is being moved. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. I just saw the trailer. I once saw Free Guy. Yeah, and the trailer for Jackass Forever. <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard it looks so funny i forgot how much i loved jackass yeah so that's getting moved into february of next year like all these movies were supposed to be out like within the next month and they're like how about another three four months yeah paramount what are you doing to me paramount maybe they were trying to figure out whether they should put it on paramount plus oh maybe and they were just like nah but we should move it back yeah just to make sure that theater's open so by the way top gun maverick will be coming out memorial day weekend that does make sense though for them to put it on Memorial Day, either that or 4th of July. That makes sense just for the patriotism and putting it mm-hmm. on there. So that's true. That's a good point. Okay, I'm done with the Hollywood shuffle news, but I actually do have one more because this one's going to be infecting Venom. One more Hollywood shuffle news, and it's about Venom. What are you doing? Okay. So Sony has moved the release date for Venom Let There Be Carnage again. You are making us look bad. Ooh. Yeah. So again, Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage was supposed to be released like about a, a month ago. Yeah. And then it got moved again to so mid October. October, which made sense because it's a semi-horror movie, so it makes sense in October. Mm-hmm. But check this out. They're moving it up. We don't get that oh, very often. So no. it's moving up two weeks, so it'll be out October 1st. Outstanding. Interesting. So they're moving it up by two weeks. Yeah, we're so we're like three weeks away from Venom. Yeah. I'm into that. I ended the whole Hollywood shuffle on a good note. I'm going to go watch this movie. Again, I'm famously not a fan of this franchise, but I'm going to go watch it either mm-hmm. way. I wonder if this is just because Sony's like money. We saw Shang-Chi made a bunch of money i was thinking the exact same thing mm-hmm. like shang chi broke like labor day records right they made something around like 78 million yeah it's something crazy and in the pandemic so they're like when's payday the first let's open up on the first <laughs> right it's the first of the month because it's the first of the month cash your checks and get on <laughs> so venom october 1st we should get on that are we gonna get we should get a theater i think we should get a theater for that we should get a theater we should get a theater okay now let's bite all the heads off and pile them up in the corner all right another movie but we don't need a theater for ready for this dc's injustice <laughs> I need to watch this. So the DC animated movie, it feels weird that it's, we're saying DC animated injustice because it's all being animated between like, well, it was a game yeah, and, and it was a comic books. So like yeah. this is the first time they're actually making a movie out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's finally being made into a movie. I wonder if this is like the first of like many. I hope so. Cause I, I hope they don't try to pack everything from injustice into one movie. Mm-hmm. That, that would just, that, that would be anticlimactic. Right. So again, this was inspired by injustice gods among us. But 
the Nether Realm game. So basically, Mortal Kombat with DC characters. Yeah, that's it. But I actually really love the comics. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It's gonna be released on Blu-ray for like a combo pack for like forty bucks. The Blu-ray is like thirty bucks. It's also gonna be on Movies Anywhere. I think for nineteen ninety-nine, which is probably where I'll get it. Yeah, it's like the app. Yeah, but it's coming out October nineteenth. Okay, so it's right around the corner. You got two weeks to watch Venom. Let there be carnage. And like when you're done with Venom, boom, injustice. Yeah, we're just gonna watch Superman go nuts and try and kill everybody. <laughs> we know he's gonna get the Joker. Mm-hmm. I know it's soon, but think you'll ever love again. Okay, more DC news. Bring it on. So Warner Brothers is having their second DC Fandom event. Nice. Dude, Fandom last year was a complete surprise because like we, we got the news that they were doing a online con after their, all the cons had closed and everything their own, like that. Yeah, their own version. You know, they had no presence at Comic-Con and decided to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then Comic-Con happened and everyone was disappointed. And then DC Fandom happened and it was like everything that Comic-Con should have been. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for Comic-Con moving forward? I don't know, because now that everybody's doing their own cons, like I, Marvel's going to be presenting at D23 every year now. Mm-hmm. It's like, or at the investor meetings too. Like yeah. it's hard considering that most properties are starting to do their own cons, especially because everything, when you do them online and you have the presence that they're getting, there's almost no reason to do Comic-Cons anymore. And that kind of sucks. I know. I, I see or what you're Or at least the bigger ones. I see what you're saying for the big franchises like Marvel and DC and stuff like that. But like- yeah, Am- now they're just going to go to CinemaCon. But like, exactly, <laughs> CinemaCon. Everybody's coming to CinemaCon. It's a thing. I'm telling you it's a thing. I'm not saying it isn't a thing. I'm saying now I know it's a thing. But like, I think this creates a little bit of a power vacuum, yeah. so to speak. So like Amazon or Sony, they're going to be like, oh, we'll take over Hall H in right. Comic-Con. So I think that just means they get a bigger spotlight because DC or Marvel is going to choose to create their own spotlight. But let's get back to DC fandom. Yeah, I really liked their event last year. And this year, they're bringing the guns. I'm seeing that, man. I need you to just rattle off all the things they're going to be showing at the All the things. So movie highlights, we're going to get, they've already said that they're going to have an exclusive new trailer for the Batman. I'm vengeance. Cannot wait. New content for DC League of Super Pets. Who in the blue hell? Which is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson right. movie, animated movie that's coming out. Speaking of Dwayne Johnson, first look at Black Adam. No one will ever stop me again. I'm excited for that because I know they just wrapped principal on this. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what we're going to... I want to see him in costume. Right. I'm surprised that there weren't any leaks on this because they leaked a whole bunch of stuff for Shazam Fury of the Gods. Mm -hmm. We haven't even seen Dwayne inside of the costume yet. We saw his back and that was it. Yeah. Like it was very staged just to show the intricacies of his like costume. So it was really cool. So we're also getting uh, a sneak peek of the Flash. Which I'm excited for that too. Behind the scenes for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That I'm interested in just because again... I'm iffy on it. They just released a picture of Orm. Yeah. And he looks ridiculous. Like he is rivaling Jason Momoa and like his physique right now with the way he's built. And they released a, a pic of Momoa in a stealth. Oh, the black armor. Yeah. Yeah, the stealth suit or something mm-hmm. like that. Actually, Momoa released a picture of him yeah. in, the, in the stealth suit because he was like, check out my new costume for <laughs> Aquaman. And I was like, that looks awesome. 
man. Exactly. And then we're also getting something on Shazam, Fury of the Gods. So all the big DC movies will be represented. Which again, I'm excited to see what they do with Shazam Mm -hmm. or what they show with Shazam because we've already seen the costumes. We've already seen them all standing next to each other and like the big highlight for the movie. Mm -hmm. I I wonder if they're actually going to show the villains. Good point. I heard it was Black Manta still now. Is it going to be somebody new? Well, Well, I mean for Shazam. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was still on Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Still thinking of Jason Momoa. Really? The only word for it is... Excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry. Don't we all? Yep. He rivals Henry Cavill. Momoa? For dudes that we want to kiss dude, off the dude, lips. Dude love? Yeah. That's a good point. Him and The Rock? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. This is weird. Getting really weird. Let's get back to the fandom. <laughs> so that was all the movies. TV, we're going to get some teasers and new seasons of Batwoman, The Flash, Superman and Lois. Sweet Tooth? What's Sweet Tooth? That was on Netflix. Oh, so that speaking is Speaking of Momoa, that's right. Yeah. No, that's a different show. You're thinking of Sweet Girl. Oh yeah. Sweet Tooth is the kid that, with the antlers. That's like the, the deer kid hybrid got it that is based on a vertigo comic book i got my mo on the mind i know oh and then we're getting a, a farewell to supergirl which, which is rapping right dc legends of tomorrow which i think is going to be ending soon they got a hundred episodes huh i just finished the season and i'm like that did not go anywhere yeah but okay sure legends never caught on for me yeah and i thought i was going to be into it same thing with by the way star girl they're going to have um some upcoming sneak peeks of star girl i see star girl was good yeah it's pretty good it's a little bit more teeny bopper but i can't i'm into it so warner games is gonna have some stuff for Ooh. gotham knights oh yes i can't wait i didn't even know suicide squad is gonna be having a game coming oh, did out. you not see the trailer for that Mm-mm. i have to show it to you remind me to show you the trailer for this it's so good it's called suicide squad kill, kill the justice league kill the justice league so that's coming out yeah so uh gotham knights is being developed by warner warner montreal mm-hmm. who did the batman gotham knight i think it was um it was like the prequel story to the Gotham series. Okay. And then Rocksteady Games or Rocksteady Studios who did the Gotham games are working on the Suicide Squad game. Ah, okay. They all have worked in that realm, but Gotham Knights looks cool because it's basically the Bat family without Batman. So you get to play as like Robin and Red Hood and Batgirl and stuff like that. And then Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is basically you playing as the Suicide Squad. And in the trailer, the reveal is like they're fighting like an evil Superman. Oh, interesting. It looks dope, dude. Huh. Sounds interesting. I'm into it. I like it. See, all this is coming to Fando. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about, like, comics well, yet. The reveals were last year at Fando. Mm, so now it. they're probably actually going to show, like, development and probably, like, some gameplay trailers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DC Publishing, they're going to have, like, new Wonder Woman stories, mm-hmm. new Black Manta stories, Batman Fortnite crossovers, God. which at, was actually really good. <laughs> the the yeah. Batman Fortnite crossover, it was uh, very underrated. It was a great story. And then speaking of Suicide Squad, HBO Max is going to have some stuff on the new Peacemaker series. Oh, I hope we get a trailer, man. That's going to be so good. Peacemaker. I haven't seen one thing from this show yet. No, at all. They might give it to us here. Speaking of HBO Max, so we're going to get the Peacemaker show. We're going to get some Titan stuff and we're going to get some Doom Patrol stuff. Dude, this is good. I wonder if they're actually going to get because it says that there's sneak peeks of things that they're, they haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're going to get at, like teaser trailers for like Blue Beetle and stuff like that. Oh, maybe. Or the or Batgirl. Batgirl. Or even the Harley Quinn animated oh, series. Green Lantern. And Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, because they've already started filming that. Same thing with the Gotham detective show. But it's all hush. Yeah. God, there's so much coming. There's so much coming. Like in Warner Animation, we'll have some stuff too. So like Aquaman King of Atlantis is coming. Harley Quinn and the Dark Knight's coming. Batman Cape Crusader. Young Justice. Oh, 
Oh, they're getting a season four? Yeah. It's, yes. it's going to be called Young Justice Phantoms, and all that is going to get teased and sneak peeked yeah. at. Young Justice is so Fandom. good. So good. So good. And we haven't even talked about, like, Warner Brothers, like, home entertainment. So, like, DC animated films, like the movies, like right. Injustice, there's going to be more of those coming. So there's uh, Justice League Injustice that we talked about, and then a new animated heist movie all about Catwoman Ooh. called Catwoman Hunted. That seems interesting. Dude, all this is coming, and it's going to be at DC Fandom. Saturday, October 16th. That's right around the corner. Dude, it's like a month away. Yeah. It's Wait, that's the same day that Injustice is being released. Oh, is it? Yeah. I just read that. And Oh, no, 19th. Injustice comes at the 19th. Oh, okay. So they're probably going to do like a story trailer. Yes. And then like a pre-sale kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Oh, what's funny, like I hearing all this stuff and I realize, like, yeah, I'm into DC, but I'm into DC animated. I'm into DC TV. I'm into DC movies. I'm into DC animation. Like I'm, I like a ton of this DC stuff because I always feel like i'm a bigger marvel fan but i think i'm a bigger dc fan we're big marvel fans when it comes to movies uh-huh. but every other property dc has a hold of that's a really good point mm-hmm. like why doesn't marvel do more animated that's what films? what if is supposed to be what if is kind of their venture into oh how do we do something animated that's also canon in the mcu maybe that's it maybe they're just like they're looking for their platform so to speak i'm excited all right in crane kick news netflix has renewed cobra kai for season five Ooh. We haven't even gotten season four yet. No. And that just basically says that's how much faith that they have in how good this season is. Because they know that season four is going to kill it. So they're mm -hmm. just like, we need to do season five already. They're like, we got Terry Silver back. Yeah. And he's going to be like the worst villain ever. So let's do it. I don't know. Is he going to be worse than John though? He's got to be. Because John is pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. So Cobra Kai season five is set to be or set to start production in Atlanta this fall. How's it? How are they filming in Atlanta? And it takes place in LA. Yeah. So weird is based in LA. Is it really? Yeah. But everything, like Atlanta is the new Hollywood. Isn't yeah. It? That's nuts. So season four is entering the Netflix dojo on December 4th and then season five after that. Man, I can't wait for this. Have you seriously never owned a computer before? Yeah. I'm not a nerd. Give me more Karate Kid. That's what I want. More and more Karate Kid. Yeah, I can take more Karate Kid. And in even more Crane Kick news, get ready for Karate Kid the Musical. <laughs> I need to know what their music is going to be. Like, what's the song? <laughs> I regret saying give me more Karate Kid because I didn't expect to get a musical. Is there going to be a wax on, wax off song? Oh my gosh. Wax it off. Wax it off. Wax off. Wax on. Wax off. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. You got a little vibrato in there. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Okay. So, like classical training, you know, just, just Okay. Ah! That's not very classy. It's the most classical thing. That's ever. not very classy, is what I'm saying. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Hello, loser. So, Karate Kid the musical will be based on the first film. Makes sense, right? Yeah. It's getting a pre Broadway run in St. Louis, Missouri. Didn't get away from my girl. Oh my gosh. What is happening? <laughs> so Karate Kid, the musical again in Missouri. Is that considered pre-Broadway Missouri? I, you know, there was a musical for Silence of the Lambs. Stop it. It was in called Mi Silence. In Missouri? No, it was in San Francisco. Okay. I met the guy who actually was the showrunner. Was he creepy? No, he wasn't really weird. Were you eating fava beans and a nice Chianti? <laughs> no. Oh, just had to ask. <laughs> All right, Karate Kid the Musical is coming to St. Lou on May 25th, 2022. Wax on, wax off. 
Interesting. So weird. It really is. I'm so regretting asking for more Karate Kid. And I got that. Give me something else. Like, I need... Give me more Star Wars or something. Oh, about that. Get ready to rest in pieces. Disney Plus has released the first trailer for the upcoming Star Wars Halloween special. They did such a good job with the Christmas special Mm -hmm. that I'm actually looking forward to this Halloween special. I love the Star Wars Lego. Mm. I love the funniness of it and like how campy it is. Yeah. It like doesn't take itself seriously, but they do all kinds of weird crossovers and you're like, I did not expect to get that, but I'm okay with it. Right. There's no continuity problems at all. They're just like, hey, we're Lego. We're going to go have fun. So Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales is coming to Disney Plus. So it's kind of kind of like their Christmas story movie, whatever, but it's going to be Halloween special. So check it out. It's going to be Darth Vader's castle becoming a spooky theme park. Hello there. <laughs> they would make Vader's castle a theme park. But I guess there's three different stories and I guess it's like all being narrated by his servant Vanier who is being played by Tony Hale. Uh, and Tony Hale is a pretty funny guy. So. Yeah. So it, uh, think of Treehouse of Horror type thing. Well, with Star Wars, right? Okay. So the trailer teased like Ben Solo, Darth Maul, Poe Dameron, um, a ton of others, BB-8, Chewbacca and stuff. So they have three different stories. The first one's called The Lost Boy. And it's a story of how young Ben Solo first meets Ren. Like Ren and Stimpy? Listen, you idiot. No, like Kylo Ren, but not Kylo Ren. Different Ren. Like the- Knights of Ren. Oh, yeah. Knights of Ren and Stimpy. You idiot. The second one's called The Dueling Monstrosities. And it puts Darth Maul and General Grievous together and talks about how they were born. Or reborn, sorry. That's strange. Come on. get. I'm interested get, in it. Get behind this. No, no, I, I'm interested in it. I'm going to watch this. Okay. I'm just saying. It's, I'm thinking right now. It's like, okay, it's weird, but okay. Yeah. So, come on. You want to know how General Grievous got to be Grievous, right? No, but it's them being reborn. So, it's they're not who they were. I did see the clip for Maul, and it's when Maul got his mechanical legs. Okay. Which they already showed in, yeah. what was it, Clone Wars? Oh, this next one. <laughs> they're just rehashing another old story. So, this one's called The Wookiee's Paw. Right. So, it's the monkey's paw. So, it looks at what might have happened if Luke got his greatest wish to become a pilot for the Empire. I want to go to Tashi Station and pick up some power converters. And if these new droids do work out, I want to transmit my application to the Academy this year. Right. So what, I mean, what happens like him and Biggs, they become Empire pilots? They become Imperial pilots because remember they wanted to go to the Academy. Right. And so it's him becoming a pilot for the Vampire. That I'm, truly is scary. I'm into it. I'm into it. I want to see what happens. So Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales will unleash the dark side on Disney Plus October 1st. Oh, perfect. Dude, October is going to be super busy. It's going to be lit so we got venom we got star wars terrifying tales we what else did we have injustice injustice fandom this is good does it get any better yes it does you it know gets it, better yeah check it out netflix is adding games to their service let's go so i heard about this i heard about this a while back mm-hmm. that they were adding games to the service and the whole thing is it's because of like these on-demand games like steam and things like that they're trying to get into that arena which it's i don't know about but so you can play games on steam mm-hmm. what do you need like is it a, you need a computer? Well, for Steam, you, need... you just need a computer. Okay. Same thing if, if you're doing X server through Xbox. Basically, you can play your games on your computer or on your phone. So do you need a controller for this or the Netflix stuff? I don't know because it wasn't really clear what they were doing. Oh, no. Yeah. So here's some details. So <laughs> Netflix is bringing games to their platform mm-hmm. and it's like available now, but there's a catch. What's the catch? There's only two games. Okay. And they're both Stranger Things games. Okay. Okay. I'm not upset with that. But there's another catch. Okay. It's only available in Poland. Come again. <laughs> 
<laughs> so how so, does that make sense? I don't know. What kind of market is that? I have no idea. What is going on here? It's like your number one market is the United States. Hey, we're going to put it in Poland. Right. They need like a, a test area. So how many people in Poland have Netflix? I don't know. going to have to see if we have any Polish listeners. I know. Who's, who's in Poland? Shout out Poland. So the games, it sounded really cool at first, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Netflix is getting games. Huge library of movies. Give me a huge library of games. That's not how it is. They got two games. <laughs> really? And they're Stranger Things games. Okay. And you got to be in Poland and you have to play on an Android device. All right, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> so what is happening? I'm out. Why announce this Netflix? What are you doing? It's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. So it right now all it is there's two Stranger Things games available on Netflix in Poland on your Android device. I'm sure somebody with an Android has already been like popping up with a VPN, spoofing where they are just so they can play these games. It's such a a, a niche like audience that they're testing right yeah. now. So again, unclear when Netflix will be expanding the two games and get its passport out of Poland. Maybe they're just stuck in Poland. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on. I'm getting hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yes, I'm really hungry. In big beef and cheese news, I have an idea where you may be going. I don't like it. Arby's, we have the meats. So Arby's announced Oh yeah They'll be selling A complete D&D dice set On their merch store <laughs> What? So it's gonna be like Arby's themed D&D dice? Yeah It's weird It's It sounds awesome doesn't it? Each die is made of like Clear material And it has like A small Arby's hat Embedded inside it I didn't even know What, what cool. the logo was For Arby's Yeah that's cool A little bit Cause Arby's When it comes to marketing They're on point I don't know if you've ever watched Kind of like their Not just their commercials But have you seen Like their social media? No, I haven't. Like, they do stuff like Goku made out of curly fries. Oh, really? Yeah, or they did another thing where it was Pokemon made out of, like, ketchup, stuff like that. Like, they do these, like, really elaborate, nerdy social media posts. So it makes sense that whoever is running their, not just their social media, but their marketing in general, Mm -hmm. is hey, let's make D&D dice. So do gamers or like tabletop gamers really love Arby's? Is that the thing? I've never been into Arby's like that. So I, I don't know. Maybe other tabletop gamers are playing are into Arby's like that. Uh-huh. The dice set, like you get a, a like a, a whole dice set for 12 bucks. That's not bad. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I spent like 20 bucks on my Smoky Mountain dice. Yeah, but this these ones are like pretty and clear and it's got a little hat inside. Yeah, my Smoky Mountain dice are like die cast. So they're awesome. This is going to give you some kind of like tabletop street cred you're gonna have some arby's dice or it might give you like a plus 10 to your charisma (laughs) there you go there you go (laughs) see now we're getting the jokes going before you get arby sauce all over your keyboard to get these dice the dice are sold out Uh, already they're sold out in two hours wow see there's a lot of nerds that eat arby's apparently arby's is a thing yeah arby's is a thing in the in the tabletop nerd world so you can't purchase them right now but you can get like on the email list that's what arby wants they want your email get on the list to get more more news when they're going to announce that they have more dice. I don't know. That's how it rolls. The next thing I see is they're going to start coming up with tabletop characters. Mm-hmm. So like like the models, how people will like get the oh. models and paint them and whatnot. They're going to be like Arby's themed characters yeah. that you can like use in D&D. I can't name one Arby character. I don't do, think there are. I'm just, do they have like kings or clowns or? I think they would just make them or red. they would just like it, you'd have like a rogue that's wearing like an Arby's hat. Mm-hmm. Creepy redheaded kids. What does Arby's have? What's left? No. Huh. Interesting. Dice. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Arby's. We have the meats. Okay. There's the big 2020 2021 news. Besides a pandemic has been the chicken sandwich wars. Yummy. 
Oh yeah. So Popeyes jumped in. KFC Popeyes jumped started in. it. Yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Because Popeyes was just like, we're going to make a chicken sandwich. And then everybody was like, we want to make a chicken sandwich too. Yeah. McDonald's got in it. Burger King got in it. Even though they had chicken sandwiches, they're like, we're going to come out with a new one. We're going to make premium chicken sandwiches. We're going right? to make better chicken sandwiches. We're going to put a pickle on that sucker and you're going to love it. Exactly. We're going to put it on a better bun. So Taco Bell has been left out of these chicken wars. <laughs> They had the naked chicken chalupa. They got a chicken quesadilla. Yeah. But Taco Bell said, hold my chalupa. We're getting in the game. So Taco Bell released a crispy chicken sandwich taco yep. nationwide. So I've had it. Oh, hello there, sir. Yeah, there there was a whole, because I have the Taco Bell app. When you're willing to admit that, got it. Mm-hmm. I am willing to admit that. They sent out emails saying, hey, we're letting people who have the app test it first. Uh-huh. And I got to try it. Like a special secret menu type? thing yeah like literally you order it in the app and then they're like hey here's a chicken taco sandwich thing you can sandwich taco really okay and it was okay okay it was okay can you hype it up a little bit more it it, the chicken tasted decent they put the chipotle sauce that they use inside the quesadilla and like that spicy but not spicy sauce yeah and then it was then just like regular flatbread not a tortilla no so it was very like they released something similar to it a couple years ago so it wasn't anything special to me was it like so trying to think was the was it like a taco or was it like a bun it was almost like a taco oh okay but it was different yeah because you know like they had the flatbread it had the fried chicken inside of it and then the chipotle sauce on top of it okay sounds awesome it wasn't bad it just it wasn't like oh this is the most amazing thing this is the best thing since sliced bread you are not selling this i'm not at all this I'm, is, I'm telling you i'm not selling it at all it this was taco mediocre. bell getting into the chicken sandwich wars and not doing very well wow that's rude taco bell's gonna come at you they're listening through the app on your phone right now they probably are. And guess what, Taco Bell? I'm still going to eat your crappy food. Yo quiero Taco Bell. What's your favorite chicken sandwich? Popeye's has been my favorite so far. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to agree. Though, I will say, Chick-fil-A is the staple. Like, it's the standard, right? I guess. Don't give me that. Don't make fun of Chick-fil-A right now. Those sandwiches are good. Okay. Put, put your religion to the side. Put your beliefs to the side. Just it, It's not beliefs at all. It's, concentrate on the chicken. Chick-fil-A is good. I like the Popeye's one better. I feel like they're crispier. I like the bun better. Mm-hmm. Dude, I dig I me feel some. Like, I feel like like the chicken's juicier. I dig me some Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's fried chicken or a sandwich, mm-hmm. Popeyes is delicious. Yeah. And it's spicy, but not too spicy. Mm. The Cajun. And the biscuits, mm. so good with a little bit of honey on it. So hungry right now. <laughs> I don't know where to get in their nose, but I'm not mad if tonight it comes true. Oh, let's got some rumors. I want to some rumors with you. All right, it's almost Halloween. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Marvel. Let's talk Halloween news. All right. So is this news or is this a rumor? It's rumor news. Rumor news. Okay. News rumors. We'll go with that. So Marvel is reportedly developing a Halloween special for Disney Plus that will center around Werewolf by Night. Okay. Isn't that like a Blade thing? It's more of a Dracula thing. Okay. So Dracula, the Dracula comics, the Marvel ones that Blade actually came up in, uh, Werewolf by Night is a character that is from that series. Got it. And I guess there's been a couple 
couple different iterations because uh, according to the rap, the studio is on the hunt for a Latino character in his 30s for the untitled role. But if you go back and take a look at Werewolf by Night, there's been a couple different iterations. Mm -hmm. So there's Jake Gomez, who's like a 17-year-old Hopi Native American tribe member who gets cursed with a anthropy. Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy, which is a werewolf. Just say werewolf. Werewolf. Don't give me the hard words. Just say werewolf. He becomes a werewolf. So that's going to be werewolf by night. Okay. And, and it's not for this year. It's for next year. Okay. So basically they would start filming it for this year. I'm like, why are you announce it now? Because I think it's going to be... For Halloween next year. Yeah. It's weird. Wait until November. Then announce it. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's why it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Right. So likelihood that this is happening. 100%. Wow. 100%. Look yeah. at you go. Now, I'm pretty sure this is happening just because a while back there was this whole thing where somebody said that they wanted to use Werewolf by Night as a character and they told him nope you can't use him because we're planning on using Werewolf by Night got it oh, I think they, there was a rumor that Werewolf by Night was going to end up in Moon Knight that's what it was yeah that's where that's what I'm saying see I got some knowledge here and there yeah I think it's going to happen too I think they're going to start diving into the whole monsters Dracula werewolf stuff well especially now that they're going to start getting into Blade because exactly. he's a character that crosses paths with Blade mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Moon Knight too right yeah so yeah I think that's all coming mm -hmm. it's all about like these Marvel or DC like how do they cross over into other like subgenres, like zombies like we just got marvel zombies oh, on yeah. what if but also like one of the bigger titles in dc right now is dc deceased where it's just they get infected and it's all about the superheroes with that are zombies now which we'll get into what if in a little bit but that yes hey kids reel it in you're only supposed to make mom and dad miserable i got more mcu rumors i don't know if this is a rumor or like a theory okay but okay remember spider-man no way home trailer yeah the one that debuted at CinemaCon. Remember that big event that had Spider-Man No Way Home? We named a whole episode on how I was wrong, so yes. And it, it also had Matrix yeah. and, and Batman content. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That one. Mm -hmm. The so, one that like regular people weren't allowed to attend? Exactly. Like peons. Like yeah. you. And yeah. me. Yeah. But more you. More, yeah. Anyway, so in the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, Tom Holland is wearing like a suit, right? That's right. great. Whatever. You're like a high school kid wearing a suit. It's <laughs> right. weird. Whatever. But the whole theory is that it looks like exactly like the suit that Tobey Maguire was wearing in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Coincidency? Mm. Mm. I think not. I wonder what's going on there. <laughs> so I wonder if it's like a weird, like, um, maybe he's in the wrong universe type thing. I don't know how, but maybe Tom Holland ends up in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man universe or something like that. That could be a thing. Is he on another Earth or is it like a swerve? But then that would also explain why Doc Ock looks at him and goes, hello, Peter. Wait, maybe we're getting maybe we're getting swerved maybe there's a weird like deep fake i just rewatched the disney gallery mandalorian season oh, yeah. two finale and they were how they were deep faking luke i wonder if there's a weird thing where they're like deep faking toby mcguire could be a thing and they're just putting tom holland because we expect tom holland in these scenes but like maybe maybe it's toby mcguire huh uh, i'm reaching nothing bit of a reach i'm whipping out there and nothing i'm not whipping and grabbing onto anything well, it, it could be a thing it really could be mm -hmm. i don't know well uh, i'm excited for this man I, I'm, I already love this iteration of Spider-Man to be able to take all three versions of Spider-Man and put them in one movie it, it, like the possibility of I'm, I'm all for this I'm so excited for this I think I'm gonna be let down no matter what happens because you're way too excited yeah yeah. if Andrew Garfield doesn't show up I'll be let down if Tobey Maguire doesn't show up I'll be let down if all three of them show up you'll be let down if I don't see all three on the screen at the same time I'll be let down yeah, there's that so I think the hype train is like full steam ahead right and I'm not jumping off but i think i'm gonna get let down in the end i hope not man i, I hope it all comes to a point where you're super proud
Hey man, when was the last time you heard from Gino? Um, last time I heard from him, he was in Hawaii. And then before that, he was in Disneyland. And then before that, he was also in Hawaii. Um, and then in Disneyland again. And then in Disneyland. Literally, yeah, in Disneyland again. Okay, well, guess what? What? Gino sent us a new bits and bites. Oh, from Disneyland or from Hawaii? Uh, I think from Gamescom. That'll work Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood video game journalist. After a brief summer hiatus, I'm back with a new edition of Bits and Bytes, my semi-regular dispatch from the world of gaming. This week, we've got some major announcements from Gamescom 2021, plus a deep dive into one of the new Marvel games coming out next year. So let's get to it. The yearly Gamescom conference in Germany once again went all virtual this year, but that didn't stop it from dropping some big news. Through its jam-packed opening night live event, we got our first look at the long-rumored Saints Row reboot. Years ago, Saints Row was the pet to Grand Theft Auto's Coca-Cola, an open-world crime series that ended up becoming way more wacky than GTA ever did. This new Saints Row is going for a slightly more grounded feel. You play as the boss, a customizable character in charge of the Saints gang. Your goal is to build your criminal empire in Santo Alesso, a fictional version of the American Southwest. The new Saints Row is coming to PC and consoles on February 25th, 2022. We also got a slew of other release dates for some big-name titles, including Halo Infinite, which is coming out for PC and Xbox on December 8th. And in case you missed it, Halo won't have co-op play available for the campaign at launch, nor will it have the map editing forge mode until next year. Also coming out next year is LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which is finally coming out in spring after several delays. Unlike past LEGO games in this universe, The Skywalker Saga has content that covers all 9 films. And the PlayStation exclusive Horizon Forbidden West is coming to PS5 and PS4 on February 18, 2022. Actually, let's dive deeper into another exciting reveal from Gamescom, Marvel's Mid Midnight Suns. Releasing in March 2022, Midnight Suns is a tactical RPG from XCOM Studio Firaxis that explores the darker and more supernatural side of the Marvel Universe. You play as a new character called the Hunter, a legendary warrior that the Avengers resurrect at the beginning of the game. And why would they do that? Well, it turns out that Hydra has unleashed a horde of monsters from the underworld, and they're all led by your evil mother, a demonic creature known as Lilith. So the Hunter has to team up with a mysterious group called the Midnight Suns to help fight against both Lilith and Hydra. Joining you on this adventure are 12 other heroes, including Wolverine, Blade, Captain America, Doctor Strange, and the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider. It's a pretty awesome lineup, and everyone gets a new gold and black uniform to reflect their new affiliation. Midnight Suns has a turn-based combat system, where you can unleash special abilities through the use of randomized cards. You can have teammates combine their attacks, and even unleash special room-clearing finishers. I highly suggest looking up the gameplay trailer to see what I mean. But to me, the most exciting thing about the game is what can happen outside of battle. Similar to RPGs like Mass Effect or Dragon Age, you'll be able to have deep conversations with your fellow heroes in the Abbey, which is the secret HQ of the Midnight Sons. You can also participate in daily activities to help strengthen your bond, like taking a walk with Tony Stark or sparring with Ghost Rider. The better your relationship with them, the more skills you can unlock in battle. Don't try any funny business, however. The developers said that romancing heroes won't be an option in this game, just very, very close friendships. Yes, I know it's disappointing. My dreams of dating Blade has been brutally crushed yet again. And that's all the time I have. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the Distance Nerding crew for inviting me to the podcast. If you want to keep up with me and my work, you can follow me on Twitter 
Twitter at underscore B-O-O-G-S. Until next time. Well, thanks a lot, Gino. That was uh, pretty great information right there. Underscore bugs coming through. Yeah, I'm actually excited for a lot of those games. Like Midnight Suns sounds really crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I played a little bit of XCOM. XCOM is pretty difficult of a game. So I'm interested in Midnight Suns. Very cool. How does he find time to find all this information while he's in Disneyland or, or in Hawaii? I don't know. He's your cousin. You got to ask him. I'm going to ask him. Hey, James. Hey, young Phil. Guess what time is this? It's chicken sandwich time. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not chicken sandwich. That's later. All right. It's chicken sandwich taco time. Mm. Oh, no, yeah. oh, no, no. It's no, it's not. It's one of our best segments, man. It's the outro. Mm. It's no, it's time for Go past the <laughs> Don't cross the streams. All right. Important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. I think our best segment was your monkey dance on Instagram. That was a pretty good dance, wasn't it? Never again. I'm super embarrassed of that. I know. That's why I'm resharing it as we speak. But what if you didn't monkey dance and we just watched Marvel? What if? We got two episodes to catch up on here. So let's start with the first episode that we watched. Can we spoil this one? I think we can at this point. Because it's so hard to talk about what if without spoiling it. Because there's so much tied to what's happening in the stories and all the twists. So I think episode four with Doctor Strange... I think we can spoil that one. But the right? next one we can, we'll tread. Yeah, we'll wait. So this one is episode four. What if Doctor Strange is a terrible driver? Because <laughs> the whole That's epi- kind of what it is. It was the whole episode, he was crashing his like Lamborghini or something. First off, you got a Lamborghini. So you need to respect the Lamborghini and not be a jerk driving the roads like that. I, for- I haven't watched Doctor Strange in a long time. But like going back and seeing this, I'm like, That's right. Doctor Strange was a jerk. He was. He was super cocky. Yeah. In like a bad way. But even like to the point where when he was trying to get his hands fixed before he went to Comertage, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was a jerk because he was very, he's very selfish. He's very, everything is about me. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to perform surgery again. In this what if episode, instead of losing his hands, he loses the love of his life. What's her name? Christine? Uh, yeah. Christine Palmer. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he goes on this rabbit hole of searching like how to bring her back. So instead of using um, all the, the sorcery and all the magic to um, become the sorcerer, supreme he's always looking for how to bring her back and he ends up just reliving the same moment over mm-hmm. and over again and the whole thing is that she's destined to die yeah this is like a fixed moment in time or something like right. that what do they call it like an absolute point right where this thing has to happen like she has to die in in this universe she has to die so he becomes dr strange right because essentially without her dying he never becomes dr strange so that's the whole key to this universe is that she has to die in this absolute point, which I think is going to be like a precursor to something else down the road. It, it seems like it. These like absolute points because they made it a point. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. To just talk about absolute points. Right. So I think all the universes, whether it's What If or RMCU or whatever, they're all going to have these absolute points that are going to mean something in the long run. Which is a trip because you would think that the absolute point would be him losing his ability, like his hands. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just more trauma in general. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. he has to experience trauma in order to become the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, some kind of loss right. on his end. So this is a crazy one. Yeah. And, and this is sort of different than the other ones that we've seen where he just, it, it's similar to the movie, but then it just goes down this dark rabbit hole. Yeah, it got really dark because it really does deal with like loss and pain. Yeah. It deals a lot with just Steven not being able to cope with what he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. And That's, it gets really sad. Like you feel bad for him. Yeah. And you see him like reliving all these um, absolutely 
absolute points mm-hmm. of uh, homegirl dying. Well, it's a trip because you have this whole situation where Christine dies in the car accident. And then he realizes, okay, we don't go. And then she dies in other ways. Or, okay, no, she gets hit by a car now. Or she gets poisoned or something happens. And she just, she always dies in every version of him trying to save her. Mm-hmm. And this, again, that's where it gets really just depressing. Yeah. But the difference is we experience this with him. Right. In a weird, like, montage of everything happening so we get to see her die like a bunch of times super sad yeah so that leads him down this dark doctor strange rabbit hole yeah, and right? he becomes evil doctor strange mm-hmm. like nega strange i didn't pick this up but like the whole splitting of the doctor stranges i didn't really get that at first but it made so much more sense yeah because the idea was that she split time so that essentially there was a redeemable version of steven mm-hmm. and we followed the one that was not right so that was super interesting so it was him like absorbing all these magical beings and all the magical power so he basically there are beings from other dimensions and mm-hmm. he absorbs them all again going down to the point and i guess this is a theme because this is the second time we've seen the character but we see shuma garoth mm-hmm. show up and he absorbs shuma garoth who is one of the most powerful multi-dimensional beings in existence and they don't necessarily say it. and we saw um shuma garoth in the captain first episode, carter right? right episode where like hydra's trying to bring shuma garoth into this right universe or whatever universe that they were in but he absorbs that power immediately like by the point that he brings shuma garoth into it he like absorbs him immediately mm-hmm. like without any kind of like struggle he just absorbs him mm-hmm. and that was the trip because that's also showing the amount of power that steven has at that point what's interesting though is it feeds into his ego yeah so whereas our doctor strange like his ego has been checked this doctor strange even though he's experienced trauma it's all about his ego and he can overcome whatever traumatic experience right losing christine he can find a way to, to, to fix it which the trippy part of it again spoilers guys but the trippy part of the whole thing is he finds a way to bring her back but he has ripped fabric so in such a way that reality is caving in on itself and the moment he brings her back because he believes he has all of the power he kills her all over again yeah and then he's by himself and he's not who she remembers right and he, he was- realizes that he's no longer Stephen strange so he worked all this hard mm-hmm. and he He's no longer who he is and she's totally afraid and he's also uh, ruining reality and like he brought her back just so she can I'm doing this thing with my hand what is that lava lamp away yeah, that's probably the best description yeah is she lava lamped away so this was a self-contained story and we were talking about all the different what if episodes are they connected are they not connected I don't think they are so does this mean this entire universe collapsed is that what I think that's what it is and especially because they really they brought Uatu into it because at one point Steven like he recognizes Owatu. That's right. And he tells him, You can stop all this. And he goes, But that's not my place. So crazy. Yeah. So is that so his dimension, his universe folded in on itself. Mm-hmm. He ruined his own universe because he thought he could change time and change reality. I think it was just more, yeah, that he thought he controlled reality. <clears throat> Where does this rank in like your favorite episodes? So far, it, it, it's up there as mm-hmm. far as like my favorite episodes. Um, between this episode and the most recent episode episode it's all wtf to me at this point <laughs> you know what i liked about this episode it felt the most cinematic oh yeah like the other ones were good they're telling a good story or mm-hmm. it's like some interesting twists with t'challa or steve rogers mm-hmm. but this one felt the most cinematic and the most like true to a version of what the movie could be so i dug it but it wasn't one of my favorite yeah because at this point you get the arrogance of steven at this point mm-hmm. the reason that it ranks up there with me is because the storytelling is because the way that they got into to the psyche of the character.
characters, the mm-hmm. way they made you feel about the characters, the way that they really made you feel for Steven. Because it's just the tragedy that he has to endure. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, it's okay, once he gets past the tragedy, it's just uh, the evil. Yeah. <laughs> or the lengths that he's willing to go for what he thinks is love. And I think there were some key points. We talked about that absolute point. Mm-hmm. But also the what you were saying about the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Like they can't interfere. Right. It's, it's Even though the stories aren't connected or we think they're not connected, I feel like they're setting things up right. for the future of what... I, I think what it does for all of this stuff is it it introduces concepts that we are going to see later on. Mm-hmm. Watu let an entire universe just, all right, peace out. Way to but go, I mean, that's strange. what the Watchers do, though. I think that'll come back. I thought it might have come back in this next episode five. So should we switch to that? Yeah, yeah. So let's get into episode five here. What if episode five, zombies? Yeah. I didn't expect to get this so fast. Yeah, I love that we got into Marvel Zombies. Yeah. They they didn't get into some of my favorite characters from Marvel Zombies, mm-hmm. but... That, that's a good point. So Marvel Zombies has been a run in the comics. There's a long running run of Marvel Zombies in the yep. comics. So like in the 2000s, spearheaded by Mark Miller, Greg Land, and I think the Walking Dead creator, Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. also had a hand in it. I think he wrote a couple yeah, episodes yeah. Or, or issues, I should say. Yeah, because Mark Miller, everything he makes is mm-hmm. pretty great. Greg Land is a pretty prolific writer too. And then of course, Robert Kirkman created The Walking Dead. So th- these guys, who know who knows better about zombies than guys that prolifically write zombie stories? I know. We need like Greg Nicotero in there. Oh man. Like doing art design or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But so this story, episode five, follows the last remaining Avengers. I love the setup, by the way, how you just get thrown into it. Oh yeah. Um, In like a classic zombie apocalypse type thing. And it's all taking place like Infinity War. During Infinity War. And I love how it starts. Because it starts with Bruce being thrown to Earth like yeah. he was in, in, in Infinity War at yeah. the beginning. Which they showed in the clips. Like they released those clips so that's not a spoiler. And he just like just what he wakes up to. And again I don't want to get into too much on this but just it was shocking. Yeah. But I love how they do like shot for shot like remakes. Yeah. And that hooks me in how it was Bruce Banner getting what is it Rainbow Bridged? I guess so yeah. Down to the Sanctuary Sanctorum and is oh here you go you're gonna get it now and it's oh whoa wait a second huh yeah Ooh, yeah that's a little far don't you think that was in that and the whole like Hulk not being able to come out of Banner still still yeah because obviously he just got whooped by Thanos mm-hmm. right before this they don't show it in in the show but we know the events of Infinity War so mm-hmm. we know that he just got beat by Thanos and he feels like he or at least the Hulk feels like he's being used still mm-hmm. without getting too into the story I love how what if sets up so many different combinations of like characters we know and heroes we know right that you don't expect to get like how they brought in spider-man into this yeah. wait who are you your friendly neighborhood spider-man yeah it's, oh okay cool we get spider-man that's great but then how they do this like little homage to like what spider-man did and like his storytelling in the, in the videos right in the beginning and how it spun off i don't know it was like an homage to like zombie land and what to do during the zombie apocalypse yeah they have like nods to that they have nods to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They have... Uh, they had a nod, not a spoiler or anything, almost a nod to Josh Whedon. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, nod that they did. Essentially, they have like, a whole scene that came from Buffy and it, 
It's pretty funny. Yeah. The, what do they call that? The production company of Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Yeah. They almost do like a um, like the way that mutant and I think it's called mutant enemy. How they do like a little monster moving across the screen. They almost do this exact same monster in his like, like low a paper budget character. Low yeah. Budget thing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was funny. And we see a lot of like places we've been to before in the MCU, mm-hmm. but just seeing things in new ways. The twist once they get to I'm just gonna say the base, even though it's not a base. That twist. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was. I almost didn't see it coming until right when it came, mm-hmm. because once we saw the reveal, it was like, okay, this makes sense. I know what's happening here now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's putting all the different characters that you don't expect to see together, right? Together, and it's super interesting how it all plays out. And it felt a little connected to other shows that are on Disney Plus, <laughs> without necessarily. I saying, see you dancing here, man. I right? <laughs> hey, Jersey's Jersey. Things that happen in Jersey. What I thought was interesting, though, like speaking of connecting to other things, there was like a Harry Potter like joke. <laughs> so that, I I saw that immediately, and I was gonna text Bird, but I didn't do it. Right. But as soon as so, th- this is a spoiler. I don't care about. I, th- I don't care. I'm spoiled. This doesn't uh, affect the story. Exactly. Scott Lang just they're running away, and he goes Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> I was like, are they allowed to make Harry Potter references I like know. that? <laughs> I rewound it as soon as I heard he. He said it. I'm like, wait a second. Did that just happen? Like, did, how much did they pay Warner Brothers to do that? I know. That's so good. But that hit me. Like, I was like, yes, thank you so much. That was so good, man. And it's great because it just shows that Scott's a nerd. So I love it. Exactly. Especially having Paul Rudd come back for the voice. That was so perfect. So perfect. You know what I like, though? So again, we're getting mixes of different characters. Mm-hmm. But again, this is taking place during Infinity War when the Thanos army lands on Earth and like how the how they're dealing with with the zombies how they're dealing with Thanos's invasion yeah mm-hmm. what do they call the Black Order yeah so dealing with them but I did not expect to see the way this ended and, and it, they definitely left it open for another episode it, we're definitely not getting another zombies episode this season mm-hmm. but they did already announce a second season so I think in season two we're gonna get another zombies mm. I 1000% hope that they bring zombie Deadpool in because zombie Deadpool in the comics is the funniest character there was I'm not gonna give any anything away there was like a hint of all the zombies walking by mm-hmm. and one of the zombies had two katanas like on his back i saw that but the ha- he had hair so it was different it, it, it didn't feel like deadpool besides the, the katanas the, it could have been the wolverine x-men origins version of deadpool maybe but that would like be a the reach. worst this is a universe where we have already established that deadpool went back and righted the uh, timeline yeah, yeah maybe this is a universe where he hasn't righted the timeline yet but this episode they do a lot of deep cuts yeah so I, maybe it was Deadpool, maybe it wasn't, but like even Bucky had a line yeah. that related way back to Captain America, the first Avenger. So I'm like, oh, that's deep. Yeah, no, that they, is, they did a really good job. That's good writing right there. The, we, well, we, I mean, it's not really a spoiler again, but we even got like the first mention in the MCU Oh yeah, of Uncle Ben. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, it, he, Peter goes into kind of like a, a mournful set of lines, but he mentions yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah, they were, he was talking about like everything that he's lost all the people he's lost yeah and again we don't want to jump into it because we don't want to talk about who mm-hmm. else he's lost at this point but yeah he does mention uncle ben and it is the first official mention of uncle ben in the mcu so that was cool because they've alluded to it a few times and things mm-hmm. like that like in the first spider-man movie they made reference to it but didn't precisely say uncle ben because he says well, this is the first time you've 
blah, 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 since your uncle. Okay. We can't say anymore because we're going to spoil yeah, it. That, and, that, and that's why I'm dancing on it right here. I think that's the end of where we can go with this yeah. episode. So what do you think happens after this? Like I said, I think season two, we're going to get a continuation. Of Marvel Zombies? Of Marvel Zombies. I think it's way too popular of a comic book franchise mm-hmm. and way too intriguing of an episode, especially with the way that they left it. Yeah. They left it wide open because at the end of this episode, I was like, that's it. I want more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most of the episodes, you're like, I want to know more. I want to know more about what's happening because you're connected to these characters. Well, a lot right of right off the bat. Yeah. A, a lot of them, like they tie it up at the end. This one is the first one where they just left it wide open. True. Very true. I agree with you. I think there's going to be more. Somehow we're going to get Mar- Marvel zombies. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think how. Okay. I'm not going to say anymore because the one thing I was going to say, they could do it this way. That would spoil it. So I'm not going to say anymore. But again, this is my favorite episode now. Like, I love the T'Challa one. That was great. Mm-hmm. And I like the Avengers dying one. But this one was, why do I love all the Avengers dying? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe you could, maybe because it throws you off. Yeah. It's not something that you expect. You don't expect there to be an entire episode where everyone dies. Right. Like we've seen Cap yeah. die. And that's weird. We've seen Iron Man die a couple times. Weird. Anyway. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think they're going to do more with this. I think so too. Marvel Zombies. I don't know how, but I want more Marvel Zombies. I want more. We got shirts, people. We got clothing. We're going to have hats soon. That's coming. That's on the way. But get your shirts right now while we have some in stock. They're 20 bucks each for your distance nerding shirt. 25 if we've got to ship them. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Hey, that's pretty good. So make sure all you got to do is just DM us. That easy. Boom. Let us know the size. Let us know how you want to pay, whether it's Cash App or PayPal or Venmo or any of that stuff. I, I accept all forms of money. Taco Bell chicken taco wraps. You have to send me a lot of those, though. Yeah. Yeah, $25 worth. Exactly. Don't forget the mild salsa. Okay, here's some big news. We teased it earlier. Yeah, this is huge. Huge for us. So we talked about we're doing more movies. We're doing more cons. We're doing another con. We're doing Powerhouse Comic Con in Pleasanton, October 9th. And not only are we going to be there and have a booth and whatever and whatnot, we're hosting it. We're hosting Powerhouse Comic Con. We're going to be doing interviews. We're going to be selling stuffs. So we'll have, if we have hats by then, we'll have hats. We'll have shirts. We'll have stickers. All the stuff you want from us. That's pretty. It'll be great. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, so am I. I'm super excited because Dave and Marina from Colossus Girl reached out to us and said, hey, can you come to our con? We're like, great. We'll do anything you want. I'll bring a broom if you need me to sweep. I'll sweep. And she's like, how about you? I told her I could be a step stool so that all the people can come into the con. They could just step on my back and just find their way in. Just so you can say you carried the con on your back. Exactly. Well, I felt like I I was just going to be like the entrance rug. Mm -hmm. But she said, how about you host some of the panels? like, ooh. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, and that really does excite me because I haven't done like in-person celebrity interviews in a long time. Mm-hmm. And this just, it, they're so much fun. Because what's fun about these things is we're bringing people down or just showing like they're us. Seeing, going to Heroes Fest, mm-hmm. connecting with other nerds is like right up our alley. And that's the thing we're missing in this pandemic is connecting with people. And it, it felt it was so nice to talk to people face-to-face, get to know people. We're going to do um, some various panels 
at the con, along with some cosplay competitions, vendors. Again, they're going to have charity dogs brought to you by Project Wish Upon a Star, so you can support Project Wish while you're there. You can come meet John Provost, who was in Lassie. Who I've actually met before. He was pretty cool. That's awesome. And then Walden Wong, who, again, I've interviewed before, mm-hmm. is an inker for right. comic books. And, and he's done a lot of Deadpool comic books. Deadpool, so he is a big deal to me. X-Men. Uh, again, when I met him two years ago at Powerhouse, mm-hmm. I was I don't get starstruck very often. I was starstruck because he's an actual Deadpool inker. Yeah. And he's really good. You, he was working on a bunch of stuff at the con. He's great. You shook the hand that has literally drawn Deadpool. Oh, yeah. And, and it's not just Deadpool. He's done X-Men comics. He's done Black Panther. So I've met Fabian Nasia too, who is the guy who originally drew him. That's a big deal for me, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. So a bunch of other artists are going to be there. Some come. You actually did. You commissioned some art pieces. Oh, yeah. While we were at Heroes Fest. You can come down to uh, Powerhouse Comic Con, commission some artwork. Yeah. That'd be amazing. So we're also getting, how do you pronounce the name? Dor- Dora Kraus? Dora Kraus. Was an Ultraman? Yeah. Ultraman is a big deal. It's like the live action Japanese epic like shows. Think about how Power Rangers started. Like it's almost yeah. an homage to these 60s, 70s style superhero sci-fi shows. Mm-hmm. And Ultraman was one of those originals. It was one right. of those shows where like none of this stuff would exist without it. I, I was into Ultraman back yeah. in the day, back in the 70s. Not that I'm that old, but I, I am that old. reruns by that point? No, I remember going to Japan when I was a kid. That's right. I keep forgetting getting, you went to Japan, dude. And I remember buying Ultraman toys. I'm going to go, I'm going to have to find these toys. Yeah. Maybe I'll get them signed. That'd be awesome. <gasps> oh my God. That'd be great if I got my Ultraman signed by I'll be so Dora Kraus. Okay. And then we're also going to be interviewing Kyle Pasek from The, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. This is going to be good. Yeah. So he played one of the Jawas and then he played about Bounty Hunter in the second season. So I'm trying to think of the very scene that he was in. Remember when Mando was on that speeder bike mm-hmm. and he was like jamming down Tatooine? Yeah, yeah. And then everybody started to come after him. Yeah. yeah. And there was like, I don't want to say Jawa, but like a small little bounty hunter or something coming after him mm-hmm. and like flipped over his bike and stole Grogu. Oh, that's right. He's the dude with the jetpack. Yes. The yeah. jetpack. The jetpack scene. That's him. That's okay. Yep. That's Kyle Pasek. So he played that character and then a bunch of other characters. Right, right, right. So that's cool. So we'll be able to interview him and hear his stories. So guys, Powerhouse Comic Con. October 9th. Be there. Pleasanton, California. Be there and be square. Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. We're building Legos. Monday. I'm not building Legos. I'm building Legos. You're somewhere on the disconcerting jet eating tacos. At my dinner table while my children are throwing shredded cheese around. That's really the reality. That's pulling the curtain back. That's what's happening in my world. But I love it because tacos are delicious. So Mondays, 6 to 8, Lego live stream builds, brackets happening all night long. It's amazing. Hang out with young Phil and Double A, Phoenix and Aaron Thicke and Squints. Who else is going to be here? We have all kinds of just crazy guests that just guests show up. Guests popping in and out. It's yeah. amazing. What do we got? What are we going to build? This week is the Infinity Gauntlet. Ooh. I knew you were going to get it because oh, yeah. it was inevitable. I am inevitable. Perfect. That was great. I'm actually going to build it so that it's snapping. And just pieces flying everywhere. Exactly. I love it. Okay. Mondays, 6 to 8, Lego live streams. Facebook is probably the easiest. But but Twitch, guys, we're going to make affiliates soon. We need you all to subscribe on Twitch. If you got a Twitch account, go follow Distance Nerding on Twitch. Exactly. I love it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. Have something you want to discuss? Is Disney changing a name in The Lion King? When will we sink our teeth into Venom 2? Will young Phil 
buy Jalmez 5000 a taco chicken sandwich taco? Sandwich chicken thingy. Sandwich chicken taco? Probably not. That's rude. They're very rude. Tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, The Distance Nerdington Post. Guys, buy us a taco. Now, not necessarily a chicken taco sandwich, but buy us a taco. You can join the taco party. All you have to do is go to distancenerding.com, smash that taco button, buy us a taco button, and you can buy us tacos. You can be cool like Julie. Julie is amazing. Shout out to Julie. She's awesome. Every month or so, we're always getting little taco surprises in our email. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Julie. She's amazing. Julie's basically funding all of your dreams. She funded our Taco Bell chicken sandwich taco. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was delicious. Right? Right now. But no, young Phil is not buying him. Guys, connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, all at Distance Nerding. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, and keep chicken sandwich tacoing and keep nerding together. Now, taco time? It's taco chicken sandwich time. So we're going to go actually get some quesadilla tacos. Oh. Made out of tofu. Talk sexy to me. Wait, what? That's rude. Delicious. That's a waste of birria sauce. Uh, no. Consume. Consume. That's what I said. Consume. Sure. You wouldn't do that. I would do that. It's delicious. To tofu? Yeah. That's rude. You're going to upset like your ancestors or something. That's absolutely rude. I'm Let's pretty go. sure I've upset my ancestors. You're already. offending somebody. Yeah. Your lineage. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Distance nerding. with Taco Bell in Charito Macho Burrito. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 